Hey, welcome to Crippled System episode 332. Ooh, next episode's half evil. My name is Andy. My name is Brian. My name is Nathan. I'm Chris. We have no agenda. I guess the only agenda that we have is that supposedly this podcast is supposed to last only one hour. 58 and a half more minutes. Well, we, did we, we, we did, that, You didn't start that on time, start, though. Uh, uh, you didn't start that on time. It's bonus time. You, well, whatever. <laughs> we have enough time to go through every Marth Marvel Crisis Protocol hero. There's like 103. We can review them one at a time. Well, I mean, they all do the same thing, so that's quick and easy. That's not true at all. You got a, an eight-inch thing that's beam or an eight inch thing that's laser or nope, an eight inch thing that's blast it's all wrong no that's what i heard that's they don't even have eight inch yeah, it's all wrong i can't even say anything eight inch thing that does yeah anyway that's back to our steam game yeah, something, conversation something under the table i see yeah yeah, yeah exactly oh yeah Ooh, yeah so oh, that's what like a penis <laughs> ha <laughs> yeah not even not even two minutes nope not even, oh, actually, that was just about the two-minute mark. Yeah, is, there you is go. When was perfect the first, the first penis actually uh, hit the table. <laughs> I don't know if any of them actually hit a table. <laughs> so it's been about a month since we uh, we podcast last. Well, there was a Gen Con and then various other things. Yeah. So unfortunately, with our podcast, it is also tied to uh, just for keeping availability. Uh we told people it was going to be approximately alternate weeks, but we weren't beholden to that. We weren't beholden to that. that, but it's tied to, to tied to a D and D game that happens on on Sundays. Approximately alternate weeks. Yeah, approximately, and unfortunately, that just didn't happen for after Gen Con. There was Ren fairs, there was Romsteins, there was work there, picnics. Work, yeah. And I just want to point this out: this is all Nate's fault. So, in so fairness, let's just. <laughs> so there was uh, Gen Con. Sure. Mm -hmm. The week Mm -hmm. after I was fine and dandy, Brian couldn't do it that week. The specifically said you didn't want to get it because you you're you're making the fourteenth was Brian. Then the twenty first and the twenty eighth was me. I may I said let's not do the fourteenth so that you give time for Raylene so we can make it the following Eh, week. Fuck Raylene. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's a good thing she doesn't listen to this. I mean to be fair, you chose a work picnic (laughs) over D and D. I you couldn't pay me to go to a work picnic. I might say something about our works. <laughs> I don't even, I, even when I like my job, I, I, like I, I like my coworkers, but to see them on a day off on purpose, sweet Jesus. Yeah. The amount of free food that was there, though. You had to drive an hour You're to see You're focusing on the word work, not the word picnic. Yeah. Also, in fairness, that same day was Cornfest also. How much corn do you have at Cornfest? I had plenty of fast. <laughs> there was plenty of fast. Is it is it about as good as our, our curd fest excursion? <laughs> the corn fest. I mean, it might have. Been, so we get there because corn fest is good and, and fun and great. And we go there, and the line for corn was hundreds of people long. And we're like, "Fuck it, it's corn. We can get that anywhere." And so we 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 didn't have the corn. We just walked right past that line, and then we just uh, you know got some other carnival food and then left. Also, weirdly, they didn't have any soda. It's corn, but like yeah, the, I mean, the that's soda there, fest. Well, no. the vendors there, you know, you could still get like random like corn dogs and nachos and 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 standard. They had all those trailers with the normal deep fried food that you can get, and but none of them were allowed to have soda. They could only have like lemonade and juice and stuff. 
It was just like an ordinance by the fest runners or maybe by the city. I don't know where it did came you, down I was from. Gonna, did you ask about I, this? No, because Raylene just... told me after the fact. She's like, yeah, you know, they said we, they didn't have any soda, so we can only get lemonade. And so I, I didn't think to ask about it. And it. Well, she didn't at the moment, and then I wasn't going to wait in line again. Did, they have, did they have different types of lemonade? Did they have like raspberry lemonade or strawberry lemonade or... Well, the, variants, the regular maybe. trailers just had lemonade, and apparently they didn't have sugar because, holy shit, did it just taste like diluted lemon juice. Um, mm. It was not a good lemonade. But then the Mexican, the local Mexican restaurant had like a tent there, and I got some food from them, like a horchata, and, or no, horacha, uh, because horchata is the drink. Anyway, they just had several juices. Mm. That's okay. my story. But for some reason, no sodas. Anyway, they just had several- Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hey. Yes, Oopsie. you should definitely mute that. Whoopsie. Yeah, whoopsies. Yeah, but yeah, we we, we played some D and D's today. That was exciting. Now we're doing this, yeah, which is considerably also exciting. I, I, I saw where you're trying to go there, where your mind originally <laughs> go there, and I heard the correction <laughs> click. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> I was gonna say also exciting, but considerable didn't. None of the words. It, it, it definitely made it seem like it was gonna be a negative. I wasn't trying to make that considerable. It just it, it wasn't gonna work. So I, uh, I just went too far. Alter. Yeah. It was the wrong word. Yeah. But yeah. So we did divert Brian from his Marvel Crisis yeah, Protocol was, podcast that he wants Marvel to turn this into. Protocol. I don't know. I'm, I'm bored. And like, okay, I, I've been... People it, I don't it uses measurements. About, it uses sticks, so you're not... It, 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 which is different than a tape measure. How? Well, okay. Because so a tape measure it's like is the different. Same, it's like the same thing as when you first started playing Warhammer... Warhammer came with a giant red stick yeah, that was stick. in there. You just follow the stick. Yeah. No. Okay, I can get you a measuring set for War Machine that has a whole <laughs> bunch of sticks. But you only move, but you only do like, you only, there's only three, it's like small, medium, large. There's like, there's no other variable. So people can't be too ridiculous. You only have three choices but, for movement. But isn't one of the reasons, like, weren't you mad about people doing these like micro movements and like well, nudging it's their it's models in War yeah, Machine you and stuff? You can't do that with a, with a widget. Oh, you can't bump a model. You can't nope. bump a model. Bump a model. I, see. Okay. I didn't realize that I with thought the windows that was, came earth magnets that yeah. just attach the models yeah. to the yeah. table. I didn't. And I will say, I'm also planning on playing it on tabletop simulator, where there you snap before you move a model, you snap it to the you snap it to a template, you move it to the end of the template, you can unsnap like you you can't push past that on tabletop simulator. It's you all can't do that with War Machine either. So you're saying you're all in on Mark IV in tabletop simulator. But, Mark IV uses inches, not not, not uh, templates. Inches are just small, medium, and large. But instead of saying SM, it's like Starbucks. Instead of using SML, it uses five, six, seven. There's more seven. variables. It's it's too complicated. And there's yeah. more models. I mean, that's I probably true. With ten models. And it's models. Mark IV. I don't know how many. Well, whatever. I think it's a magnetized model. That's too much work. I can just buy a model. Not a tabletop simulator. <laughs> eh, no one's gonna put Mark IV on tabletop and make it look good. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm also interested in the Batman games, people locally. Basically, I'm looking at uh, some skirmish games that pass the time that have at least a small to medium size uh, player base locally. And the Batman game You is have diff- so much of Fallout. Yeah, they play Fallout when I'm playing D&D. Yeah, that's, that's the true. biggest problem with the Fallout. I would go down, and on the weeks we don't, they might play next Sunday. I might go down to Fallout next Sunday uh, if they meet up. I think, I think we're finally on opposite. We're not the same Sundays. We're currently... Because they do every week, we do every week, but usually it lines up, but we got well, we got out of whack. That's until Nathan fucks it up again. No, but I mean, they do every week. You know, the think- next fuck up is Tim. Yeah, Tim's We've already up. pre-planned our next fuck up. Yeah, I, that's true. I think our next fuck up also for the podcast is me, because I think two weeks from now, that's the 
14th, so 18th. Uh, no, actually, I think I'm free still. It would okay. be the 18th. Yeah. So yeah, so I don't, I'm just, I'm just, and the thing is, I look, I have, I mean, I've been talking to people who play both the games. They both seem kind of neat. The, both concepts of the Batman game seems kind of cool. The Marvel game seems kind of cool. I didn't realize how many models there were for it. I didn't realize how large the player base was for it. Because sometimes, like, even in the He-Man game, we might even play the He-Man game a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a smaller default base for that a group of people playing it. But I don't know. I have extra money. I could save it or I could spend it. And uh, that's really the that's really the story. And the Marvel champ, uh, I've been talking to more people. It's people online we hang out with a little bit, been playing it. Which I look, I've looked at other games online and and gone like, nah, you know, I looked at the rules for a few minutes and, and watched some videos on it and been like, that's not for me. But this one seems kind of cool, and I can run around with Venom and Spider Man and Carnage. And even though Carnage is is is, is should, should be in the game, he should be the best model. He's not, so I don't know where he ranks in the Carnage in the, is in the game. Yeah, Car- yeah, but he's, he's saying he's not good. He's not as good as like he's not top. He's not he's not S tier because you know I care about that in casual games. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's mostly, I'm gonna Carnage is just a crappy rip off of Venom anyway. Yeah, you know? that's pretty much it. So <laughs> wow. I, mean, I, I, I I like Venom more than Carnage. I see Brian's yeah. vein popping I, I, now, I like, too. Like, we were talking about Andy's before and now, Brian. I appreciate Venom more than Carnage. I just like Carnage. Carnage is just edgy Venom. Yeah. It was the most 90s possible thing. Is let's take Venom and make him super edgy. Yeah. It's like, hey, that's cool. Yeah. It's let's like take more. this murderer more. and then make him into a psycho murderer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. one note. Venom's interesting because then you got where they make him where like he's kind of his own anti-hero because he thinks he's doing the right thing and but he's still eating people. I mean they went full in anti-hero in, like the new movies and everything to make him a full good guy. But in the comics, for but, all, but it's but like, in the comics know, he only eats. Bad. They kind of the same. It's yeah. kind of well, the same. Well, at first he ate everybody. Correct. You know, and then they made him more of the anti-hero. I mean, yeah. Whereas good old Cletus is just like, nah, I'm evil. But they have the Web Warriors yeah. faction, which Spider-Man can't. And Miles is Miles is one of the best. So I mean, they did that right. Miles is phenomenal. Well, I'm all in. Fuck everything. Yeah, Miles. Miles kicks ass. I remember when Miles Morales was my super obscure answer to, to you know, comic book characters, and now it's, it's mainstream. Which is good. Which is good. Which is good, you know? Not going to gatekeep people loving my boy Miles, but I remember back in the day, I'd be like, yeah, I like Miles Morales, and they would be like, who? Who's that? Yeah. Who the fuck is Miles Morales? <laughs> The only the only thing I don't like about the Marvel Crisis Protocol is is really some of the models. They, I mean, and I and I, I know I get shit for it because I you know I'm a model I think snob. Other people agree. I think the biggest complaint is they put them on bases weird, like they oh, they're unnecessarily me. complicated on some of the bases. Not every fucking model needs to be posed onto a rock or some kind of heroic stance or you know just or flippy I mean, doodah. Superheroes, <laughs> but okay. I mean, the thing is. It, it's the same issue as playing with in War Machine, playing with Iris Two when you're just running around with a chimney yeah. <laughs> on the base. It just it feels weird to me, and you know, like Mister Sinister is like I got one foot still in the goddamn toilet. <laughs> it just looks it looks bad to me. Why can't I get a Mister Sinister with just him standing there, just normal? Because the worst thing in the world that could happen is if Mister Sinister looks goofy. I guess. Oh man. I mean, I just of all the people to pick, Mister Sinister is the stupidest looking character in comic book history. What? No, he's not. With his forty-seven different no, in, I love, I love, capes. His, I love all the capes. What? What? What is even that? It just what looks tar- cool. What Taylor is like? You know what you need is just a whole bunch of ribbons coming off of your shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Yeah. He looks like a mime with a, a cape that went through a paper shredder. If it was like pinking shears, that would have been really good. So it was all jagged too. 
Sure, yeah. sure. Or like but I mean, scalloped. Yeah. But I mean, like some of the models, like 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 Black Cat, that's that's another big one too, where she's just consistently doing a backflip all the time. And it just it just looks weird on the battlefield. As if I could do backflips all the time, I would never stop. <laughs> you could. You just could going through the grocery aisle, just yeah. backflipping. I was grabbing playing, some oranges, backflipping away. <laughs> I was playing with a tabletop simulator. With the all ta- all mods for tabletop simulator are always weird at first. You, that whole point is going to spend a couple half an hour hour figuring them out. And I finally figured out how to load all the roster and, and, and pop all the miniatures in. It was kind of funny because I was like, I saw Black Cat. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And I really, really, she was just kind of flipping around. And it's. I mean, it, it's fine for like if you're going to do like a diorama or something like that. That would be yeah. kind of cool there, but it, it just it feels weird to have your miniature be doing that. So is Black Cat like upside down, or yes. how is she? Okay, I was yeah. just wondering. I'm like, you know, imagining it's, the pose. There's there's some there to, like Beast is like hanging off of like some steel girders. Yeah, and that it it's a lot of them are ghost spiders posted like a, on a lamp. Uh, I think I think like a lamp sign or lamp sign. Words, lamp post, signpost, lamp post, signpost, lamp post, signpost, whatever. So. They're all standing on something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think the Batman game they don't do that as much. The Batman game managers also look pretty slick, and I, I know the people who are running that. And that game seems more customized in the factions. I don't know. So I'm just gonna demo. I'll, I'll I'm gonna check out the, that. The person running that is doing demos like all month of September. So I'm gonna go down to one of their demo nights, and I'm gonna a couple games. A couple locals are excited about it. I've, I've been messaging a few, a few people locally to play, and. There's a few tabletop leagues that are actually on some Discord channels, so I don't know. I'll try it out. Worst case scenario, I don't like it. I've spent I've spent more money on less. <laughs> you were it looked like you were holding in a yawn. I kind was of. holding in a yawn. It, it looked like you were just about to cry or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. why can't really, I backflip? <laughs> really wanted a yawn. Um, so that's my whole my, that's my marble spiel. Like, uh, something new to try out. Yeah, uh, I've been assembling the models for uh, the He Man uh, Battlegrounds. Which they're great, is they're great models. They look they look awesome. I I am legitimately excited to paint them because I know all the color schemes already. <laughs> no. I look I look forward to them being based and at least one of them being painted, partially painted. Well, yeah. I mean, first he's got to finish painting his Exxon Texas. No, no, it was just wow. his birthday. Born dire troll. Yeah, well, that... you did two of the best mods I've seen <laughs> in a long, long time, yeah. and then you're a good painter, and yeah. you're like, ah. Eh, Fuck it. Why would I finish these beautiful things? Andy is very busy. I just a lot of activities. A lot of activities. A lot of activities. Down at work this whole time. Yeah, my work is finding pets and wow. (laughs) Wow. And then when he's not doing that, he's doing all this other stuff. All this other stuff. Nap today, people. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey! No nap shaming me. The fact that Andy thought this this weekend was Labor Day, and then he. It was just a funny conversation that we had, and Andy, you shouldn't even be worrying about this. This weekend is Labor Day. I know, but Andy wasn't sure about it. Oh, and I guess, yeah, because you didn't know if you had Monday off. (laughs) I don't remember. You were talking about it online, and then you were like, oh, yeah, what is this weekend coming up? Oh, it's Labor Day this weekend. I'm like, yeah, everyone who works knows it's Labor Day this weekend, but not Andy. Oh, man, not people who work retail. I keep casually (laughs) mentioning to Raylene, it's like, it's nice that I don't have to work on Monday, and she's like, go fuck yourself. My (laughs) wife and son are in (laughs) healthcare, so they work tomorrow, too, so. Labor Day, they'll close a little bit early. Yeah. That's the biggest impact is... Speaking of miniatures games, I'm, I'm not going to hold this for recommendation because it's not out yet, but it's interesting enough to, to mention. But I, I know I posted a preview of it on our Discord, but I don't know if you all saw it. But Moonbreakers looks interesting to in, me. Oh, and our, you know, that that's a th- other thing I should do, too. Uh, Moonbreakers looks cool. But but I was going to say is we should probably open up the actual Discord that we have for Crippled System. 
to oh sure to people. sure yeah i wasn't in that I was in our casual one but moonbreakers yeah. i don't did you see that one chris i did yeah. i did see but for anyone listening it's it's coming out at the end of this month it looks neat because it's like a squad combat game a la XCOM, mm-hmm. except uh it's it's a miniatures game and they're all like miniatures on the little base and they're animated so they like hop around but they're still miniatures so they're static so like if they shoot their gun they recoil but they don't move uh but you can also paint but you them. can fucking paint them yeah like it has a it, you go in and it's not just like you know in some old games like you know like armored core and stuff like that that you could do like uh you could make logos and everything but this is full-on paint your models and that's so super you, neat so you you do like that i still kind of actually when you did make the post there i thought you were making fun of it at first so that's actually something you do like too i look forward to not bothering to do it but it's oh, cool it's that it's in there yeah, that's what I thought too. I'm like, I would do it, but it's cool it was in there. Yeah. But I think Nathan's mad about it. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's hard sometimes. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, it's yeah. hard to read sarcasm in text form. But yeah. no, I like it. Looks fun. It looks neat. I mean, maybe the game will suck, but uh, the the people who made it have done other good games, and it's unlike any of the other games they've done. And apparently, that's just what they're doing. They're like, when we make a game, we're just never going to make another game like that, and we'll just always make different franchises, different genres, and whatnot. So, what's the IP on that? Like, is it based on anything, or is uh, it just a... They, uh, Sanderson... Brandon Sanderson? A, a okay. new IP for it. Okay. So it's, the whole universe is created by Sanderson. That's, I, yeah, I guess I wanted to get that part in, because I was like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Just some interesting Brandon world. Sanderson Brandon for the Sanderson. For people who are in a way who, who Sanderson is. Exactly. Who? Yeah, he's an author. He wrote some books. He wrote a, a book? Of, he wrote a lot of books. He's written a lot of books. People like him. That's my I mean, I became him. aware of him when he finished The Wheel of Time, when yeah. Robert Jordan passed. That got him a lot of attention. It did. He, he was already kind of on his way, but yeah. that, that jumpstarted him, and then people gave his books a try. Yep. I like his young adult uh, books about superheroes. It's kind of like The Boys, but different. Same, same idea, superheroes <laughs> are bad. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, and yeah, Kevin J. Anderson. That's the one who, like, Sanderson, I, I, I was, I had to Google it to make sure it wasn't the guy who's writing the Dune books with the, with the shitty son. Because Anderson and Sanderson just mixed up in my brain. Sure. Oh. Yeah, no, Sanderson's not you doing that. You said Kevin way. J. I thought you were talking about Kevin James, and I thought he was writing the Dune books. Blarp, 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 blarp. Yeah. I would read Kevin James' fi- uh, a story by Kevin James about Dune. Yeah. Kevin James makes really fun videos. He, when he inserts himself into stuff, Kevin James is kind of a clever guy. He is way more clever when he's not in a goddamn Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler movie. movie. Sure. Well, because Adam Sandler has to be the, you know. Well, also, the Adam Sandler just movies the, just that. aren't, they aren't about making a good movie. They're about him and his friends going on vacation. Sure. That's why yeah. they're all in exotic locales. Yeah. Hawaii. But that's, yeah. But yeah, but I mean. It's Whatever. Like, if I could do that, I'd do that. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah, I do agree with that. He is better when he's not in those movies. But yeah, he's pretty good. He's actually not bad in yeah. general. His stand-up and stuff before he hit it really big was it had some really good stuff. Yeah. Kevin James or Adam Sandler? Both. <laughs> but I was thinking Kevin James. Yeah. Pre-hitch. Somebody should pay us to go make a movie. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't think it would be. Where would we go? Hmm? Like, what location would we oh, go? Oh, we just take all the money be, and just stay oh, here. Oh, you mean it'd be, oh. it'd be great And for not us make a movie. movie. For yeah. us to go yeah. to vacation. We could make a movie. I just think it'd be terrible. Did you talk about Gen Con? I mean, I suppose it's been since no, Gen Con. No, so we, we didn't... haven't talked about Gen Con since Gen Con. And then you wanted to talk about uh, playtesting or some shit. I did, actually. As a concept. I did, um, because uh, one D&D is out. And I was just wondering, because I was kind of comparing it to... Uh, oh, you mean one D&D. It's not like a part of your agenda. Like, this is the first thing we're going to talk about, one 
D and D. Well, you yeah, have that too. And then two. But one D and D is one, the one D and D. Yeah, one one D and D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, fair. I just was curious because I I know at one point they had like an open playtest thing for War Machine, right? I'm like they or kind of or at least got feedback from the people who played and i'm just wondering yeah, they, how they that didn't do like pre-edition pre- play tests publicly but in the previous edition they had the cid which was every once in a while they'd be like we're gonna be making some patches basically mm-hmm. and so we're doing public play testing for that yeah which unfortunately was very skewed because a lot of times the people who would only participate in those are the people that their models are being affected for it so you'd almost get a, a kind of a, a skewed view of whatever and patch notes are in there. you get the there. same problem you get on the internet if someone popular to say an opinion and then so that everyone copies and pastes that opinion. I mean, that's definitely, back. I'm finding that to be true with the one D&D playtest. Basically, D&D has said they're coming out with a new edition in 2024. They are releasing dribs and drabs of rule changes that they want to propose and they're kind of letting it up to the, the public gets to throw their two cents worth in and, you know, some of it good, some of it bad. Um, some of it is just the direction the game has already started to go in their last few books, but it is curious. I am curious as to like how that's going to work because it is. It's the loudest voices on the internet are going to. Yeah, but mm-hmm. on the other, so like each of these things has a has a the the other side of that sword, right? Is that so? You'll get someone popular, they'll say something, and then hordes of people will go, "Well, that person said it; it must be right," and they'll agree with them. But you'll also get a thing where you have an opinion and then someone popular says it and you're like, well, that person put voice to what I was thinking, but very well because they're an influencer and they make these videos and stuff all the Mm -hmm. time. And so I agree with that. And people will say, well, you only agree with it because people agree with popular people. Yeah. And so both things happen. And that's frustrating. You know, if you're like, no, I thought that ahead of time. They just did a good job of putting it into words because that's what they do for a living. And so like both sides of that are annoying. The third thing that I find almost more, I find both of those annoying. The third thing I find annoying is I made a suggestion. They didn't use them. I hate them forever. Yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't take my idea. So obviously they're all idiots because my suggestion would have made everything better, even though or, I didn't. Or unrelated to that, how's Line of Sight doing nowadays? Has anybody <laughs> listened to any of their podcasts recently? <laughs> no. Facebook? I, I mean, it's unrelated <laughs> to anything you're saying unrelated about having shitty feedback and being kicked out of full play of tests. Shit. And, yeah. So I mean, that's that's, that's the other that's the other <laughs> thing though too is somebody would make a change in the play test or so that would be really popular with the people, and the people that are yeah, actually behind the scenes, the ones that are actually creating the product, would be like, well, hold on, if we do that change, that means we have to change something that's you know in the production line later on. Sure. So we can't we can't do that change, and then suddenly everybody's talking about how how they nerf this thing. Because they don't have the, they they can't see the whole or, picture. Or here's this obvious change they should make, and why aren't they doing it? It's because they're morons. Yeah, and that's 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 frustrating. And that's also part of the 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 issue with the CID process. Or too. again, the flip side: sometimes they are morons, as all of us who play D and D or DBD are well aware. Is sometimes they're just fucking morons. There's lots of Ds. Oh my god, the Dead by Daylight devs making a change for like a point zero one percent thing that might occur in your game. Something that's super frustrating that happens, and then they patch it out. Everyone's happy. And then they patch it back in because 0.01% people... There's a one in a million interaction that could come up occasionally that was kind of weird. 
but didn't break anything. It was just like, oh, that's kind of weird, and it and could come sucks. up super rarely. So we'll bring back this just horrific combination to prevent that one situation. By the way, that situation can still happen because they only changed one of the two things that could cause it. They were just too stupid. The only reason they noticed it was somebody <laughs> made a video of this interaction happening, and the developers are too fucking stupid to realize they had a second ability that could also do it, so they only changed the one in the video, not the other one. So not only did they fuck over by bringing back the terrible interaction that everybody hates they didn't get rid of the thing they said they were getting rid of by doing it so sometimes they are stupid <laughs> yeah they really are sometimes hey if if you are a developer on dead by daylight jolt still exists you fucking idiots it's true <laughs> i get invited to play that game a lot Hey, you know, yeah, I've never played. I've played like, it once. It's like sex with an X. You're angry, and somehow that makes it more enjoyable. <laughs> no, it's like it's except for the not enjoyable. I play DVD, and I, I stopped for a while, and I felt good, and I, I came back, and I enjoy it more than I yeah. did. But I still could. If I never played <laughs> DVD again, I would not be sad about it. People like Nigel and Beanish who were playing our group are have been smart enough and moved on. I think they've just coincidentally are doing other stuff. I don't it's, think it's I miss Nigel, by the well, way. They, but they're but Evil Dead, like, like I talked talk to Beanish. Beanish enjoys Evil Dead because in when you're playing DVD, a lot of times you're, you're just working on a gen. So you're sitting there in a gen. Your you're, you're baseline stuff in Evil Dead is you're smashing, like you're fighting like yeah. trash mobs, but you're still swinging axes or guns or, or swords or things. Sure. So like your baseline activity is more interactive. Yeah, yeah I can see that. So that's the part he likes about it is you know you you have the, your dullness is more entertaining. He's uh, last night he played a couple games. He jumped into chat with me when I was watching wrestling, um, but uh, he was playing some killer games. In that I'm currently in a position where DBD doesn't annoy me. Uh, so, you know, that comes and goes and I like watching lines go up. So I, I'm okay just sitting on a gen. And it's weird because you, you definitely, you, you say you enjoy it, but you definitely <laughs> get mad at it. And other things you get mad at, you get mad at in a way that you break them and never come back to them. But DVD makes you mad very, it's a, it's a, it's all short fuse. It's all like just instantaneous, but you're past it right away. It's a different type of. It's map. it's like you actually passed the clickers in uh, in Last of Us, and you made oh, it well, pass. That game up. was trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking Last of Us. What an overrated pile of garbage. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad the sequel sucked enough that everybody retroactively realizes that series is bad. <laughs> the sequel was insulting enough. The first game is such a masterpiece. Yeah, except for the sucking. I did try it a second time, and that second time I got pissed off even faster. <laughs> I'm like, even Jeremy Shea got by in that part. Yeah, and he's, he's an idiot. I know. You're gonna you're gonna hold up Jeremy Shea liking something as evidence that no, it's good? No, I'm saying he has no patience. He was able to handle that sequence that you could you you you, you, that you, you that, that's I need to play this game now. <laughs> I've never played it. I've heard so many stories, but yeah. I need to it's get on it. It's not worth it anymore. Not anymore. Well, a new a new remastered version is coming out this month. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. So I watched I, I kind of watch Angry Joe once in a while, and oh, they they've released a, another review of of Last of Us the the, the new edition remastered re, re, remastered, and they just released the same. 
Angry Joel released the same review that he did. Their first remaster was only a year after the first game. It's like, how remastered can it really be? All they really did in this one is they basically added some more accessibility options, which is nice. It it is good to add more accessibility options, but the story and the voices, nothing actually changed other than the the options, which is is good, but the fact they're going to make it... And it's only part one. They they split into two games and charging full price. (laughs) Wow. Uh, The improvement is accessibility. I thought... No, I thought okay. Or maybe, I thought maybe, they called it part one as in as in because there's only there's two games. Maybe that's I thought that would make sense, but I don't want I mean, you normally just call it what it is. You don't normally call part one part one. But maybe that's what they did. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean it might be because the the sequel existing now, they were just calling it just the Last weird. of Us, the Last of Us Part One. Sure. The accessibility apps is good so. because games should always. Last of Us Two. One of the things I can really grant it, regardless of whether you think the game is shit or are wrong, is that <laughs> the accessibility. You could like almost literally play that game blind. Yeah. Like they have like a voiceover that'll tell you like if you're near interactable objects and stuff like that. In case you can't see the highlight, that game is so insanely accessible. And again, there's no reason not to. That Dark Souls should have a, a difficulty option. You know. Could you imagine how mad the player base of Dark Souls would be if a Dark Souls game came out with difficulty off slider? They would be so yeah. mad. It would be almost as bad as putting a black person in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> It'd like, be that's almost, about as how bad as it would be. They would almost commit the, the cardinal sin or maybe make an, or have another female speak some dialogue. God. Or, or oh my God, the the blue fairy in the live action uh, Pinocchio is a black woman. That's how that mad, changes you know, so fucking much. That's how mad they would be in Dark Souls if, you, if they modified the slider. Because it's, if somebody else beats it on easy mode, that affects their life in some way, I guess. Yep. How dare you? <laughs> like it affects you zero, you petulant children. It fucking doesn't matter. They should go full on. Um, uh, what was what was the spooky underwater game uh, where they added the ability to literally just turn off the monsters? It's not Nautica. It's, yeah, it's, that's my brain kept going like so- Somnus or yeah, something like that. Jason Soma. beat it and he liked it. And I, I it but it's a scary weird. monster game, and you can literally just turn an option on that just the monsters don't move; they just stand there, and you can just walk right past them, and they just stand in the corner. Like the game, literally, you shut down all the scares because if you want to play this horror game but are too scared to play it. The, the developers are like, all right, that's on you. If you want to play our game that is marketed as a horror game, here, yeah. but you don't want to be scared, that's on you. Have fun. It's like I have a friend who's a huge cinema buff. He watches literally like 500 movies a year. Um, and he, a bunch of classics like The Exorcist and stuff. He's like Alien. He finally watched Alien. He still hasn't watched The Exorcist because he just can't do scary. But he's a film buff, so he still wants to experience these worlds. And the like, the makers of them are like, yeah, if you want to wander around with no threat, that's that's your choice. Doesn't fucking hurt us. You paid sixty bucks for the game. Why would we give a shit? Grounded. You can blur out the spiders. Yeah, you can turn the spiders into just featureless orbs in case you're scared of spiders. And again, no reason not to. Dark Souls, I should be able to shut down all the enemies. They should just hold still while I kill them in one hit because it doesn't affect anyone else on the fucking planet. And I wouldn't play that way, but the option should be there for everyone else to play that way. And sliders are hard because there was some Star Wars game I tried to play, and I, I found the regular difficulty being too hard at times. And But easy, mm-hmm. there wasn't like a middle, because it was either the, the enemies 
Fallen Jedi Jack Fallen Order yeah. or something like that. And, 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 and easy was they didn't really attack or do anything. So yeah. it was like the enemies did nothing or they could fight. I wanted like a, I wanted them to fight, just not do as much damage. I, I still would have experienced it, but I didn't want to have to like die. Yeah, it's it. really I, hard. Like when you're a Jedi in that game, my my 14 year old daughter finally got around to actually playing that, and because uh, she's a huge Star Wars person. Actually, her favorite character is that whoever that dude is in oh, it. Sure. She loves that guy. Um, that is her favorite Star Wars character, which I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about because I've never played this game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she turned it down to easy and she's like, well, this is too easy. And then turn one notch up is too hard. Yeah. Like when stormtroopers are killing a Jedi, it's like, all right, come on now. Yeah. Let's control does my favorite job of any game of this. So number one, you're never locked out of the sliders. A lot of games at the very beginning will be like, choose your difficulty. And later on, you can lower it, but you can never up it or something because they want to lock you out of achievements and stuff. It's like, whatever. Like, that's fucking frustrating. But um, control, you can change it at any time you want. And so, like, if there's a boss that annoys you, you just go, fuck it, easy mode. And it isn't just modes. You can adjust how much damage you take and also how much damage you do. So, like, you can make it so you and the enemies one-hit each other. You can make it so they barely hurt you, but you still do normal damage. Like, you can one-hit everything, but they do normal damage. Anything you want, you can just change it so granular. That's becoming more common because Forbidden West is the same thing. No fucking reason. Yeah. If I want to one shot every enemy and be invincible to their damage, fuck you. What I mean, yeah. <laughs> yep. Especially if your game is a cool story, you're into the story, like you don't care about the combat, you just want yeah. to see the interaction, you know. I mean, sure it's an interactive movie, but if that's what you want. And even games that call it story mode instead of easy mode because they understand that's the main reason to do that. Like yeah. thank Or yeah. and a lot of games just call it like uh they just make really derogatory terms for their uh, easy yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah. Like that goes back to like Doom when it would be like or, or uh Wolfenstein where they would <laughs> they would rank your like if you chose the easiest Wolfenstein, they showed your character with like a pacifier and a, a, a baby bonnet. Yeah, there's a lot of, a little bit of male masculinity going on in some yeah. of those uh a little bit it'd be tough guy to beat a video game because that's that's what makes someone cool and tough. And I don't mind hard games, you know. I'll play yeah. Super Meat Boy, fuck it. But but you know, I'm not everyone. And some people again just want to experience it. Some well, people have troubles with the grenade tutorial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or some people just have actual like they're called accessibility <laughs> options for a reason. Some people have accessibility issues. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I watch a, a streamer playing Dead by Daylight, and he is—he's colorblind. Yeah. So he has—he has to end up. In fact, they—I think that was a feature they've added recently: some colorblindness stuff in there. They fast-tracked it after one of their developers mocked the disable on Twitch. Oh Jesus Christ! Because <laughs> people are like, why don't you have a colorblind mode? He's basically like, "Fuck you!" If you're not a normal human being. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. oh man. How, what is the percentage of colorblindness? And then people in, got in, mad and surprised. Yeah. Like two weeks later, they shoved a colorblind mode out the door <laughs> because it doesn't take that fucking long to program it. There wasn't any excuse. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. It sucked for him because uh, the whole thing is uh, the whole game is kind of about aura reading, and if you can't read, if you can't actually see the auras because they they blend in so yeah. well with the, the environment, marks and blood. Yeah, and, yeah. Then then yeah then it's well same with there's so much sound uh, mm-hmm. design in that, and the fact that there's still no Dead by Daylight mobile game, which I don't know how many years that's been out, but it's been out for a long time, has a visual indicator of terror radius, and the core game still doesn't. Oh, really? From day one, the mobile there's a little heart on your character that beats faster and faster and like shoots out little red lines or whatever. Like an, okay. like the, the louder the terror radius would be, so you can play the mobile oh. completely mute because again, it's a mobile game. They're like you might be on the bus, so mm-hmm. we'll make the game require zero audio. So they have a visual heartbeat indicator for the terror radius, but the core game still doesn't, despite the fact that people who are hard of hearing want to play your fucking game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say that Dead by Light does 
take advantage. For those who can hear well, they do very well. And I mean, you can't, I mean, the fact that I've heard breathing and st- stepping and I've, you know, it, there's a lot of things that does well in that regard. I have actually finally in my life heard a hex totem on the, like, you, and totem. been able, oh, I know there's a hex totem because I hear the fire yep, crackling. Hearing yeah, the crackling. Yep. I, I've seen, I've heard birds uh, jump or land or, or call from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got that, which is kind of a cool mechanic, but it's nice that the visual stuff comes to play for those mm-hmm. who don't have that kind of hearing. I was watching uh, a Twitch stream, uh, Cool Mike. And uh, he was he was playing uh, Fortnite, and apparently there's a visual indicator in there too that will show you like a big circle around you and tell you like if there's gunfire over to your mm-hmm. right or behind you, and that it'll just have have all that. And it looked looked really cool. So that's yeah, that's a that's yeah. I'm surprised they don't have that in the game because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <But> play testing. <laughs> My oh wow, we're back to that. I don't know. That's the topic we're technically on. I mean. Mm-hmm. My review of the DVD has been a negative one ever since for like yeah. since two hundred hours in, and it's like every like four or five hundred hours is you want to refine your review, and I, I always add a go. I, I put a new a new stuff there saying this many hours in, still wish I wasn't playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my friends. <laughs> Pretty much what my latest review is of my updated said. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say on play. T- well, I mean, I did do like. But no, that, I mean that is the danger of public playtesting, right? Yeah. Is the feedback again? Because you also well, get the reverse of like the one thing Andy mentioned is like that the CID happened. You actually got two forms of feedback because mm-hmm. the one was if your faction was currently in CID, you would go on there and you would want everything stronger because you want your faction to be good. Yep. And the flip side is that everyone else on the planet would go on there and say that they needed to make everything weaker because they wanted to play against that faction. And so you never yeah. got honest feedback of, you know, this is the correct power level to be. It was either too good because it's not my faction or too weak because it is my faction. Yeah. And, and part of that that sucks, too, which actually does tie into D&D, too, is you're only getting a partial picture then in that case because you're just looking at one faction. Yeah. And in D&D, right now, we just have, like, backgrounds and origins and stuff like that. And, like, today we play tested uh, initiative or not initiative, inspiration. Um, where you get inspiration. If you roll a nat 20, you get inspiration. And if you already have inspiration, you can pass it along to someone else. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of hard with you're not being able to see the entire picture of, yeah, this is all level one stuff. Well, we're level six now. So and how also, does it factor in? How does it work? And, you know, again, with other things, it's... The other big bugaboo in there is the, like, the um, crits, you know, speaking of rolling a nat 20, mm-hmm. is in current D&D... Um, even ignoring the auto pass auto fail of skill checks because that's another ball of worms but if you crit with any attack you roll double all your dice so if you're casting a spell you roll twice as many dice if it's a, a melee attack you roll twice as many dice if it's a melee attack that you got a sneak attack on you'll roll twice as many of your weapon and your sneak attack dice you know smite all of it all your dice the play test rules it's just your weapon dice which means that things like sneak attack and smite have been nerfed because they no longer will double and all spells are now worse because they also no longer will double you can crit with your wizard attack and you just never get a bonus which feels really bad right you don't get that cool moment of rolling the 20 and go yeah i fucking hit and super the DM hard never crits yeah oh and the dm never crits either right they took critting away from the dm in the play test rules as well but but again the partial picture maybe creatures are going to have way more refreshable actions to make up for the loss of crit. So they're going to have cool things that the DM can use. And then like, instead of fishing for the crit, you're fishing for that refresh and you'll still get that excitement. And maybe spells and smites and sneak attacks are going to be adjusted to deal with that. But none of that stuff is in the playtest rules. They've only said, here's how crits work now. And so either everything else is still the same, in which case this is, everybody's angry about this, 
or this change is balanced by these other changes they're not showing us, which, mm-hmm. you know, talks back again to what you were talking about, partial pictures. And so, I don't know, like, on the one hand, I get that they're, like, doling the playtest out in small batches because they want people to focus on things, but the whole game system is so intertwined, you can't just focus on one part. You need to see everything. Yeah. Especially on something like this, like, specifically D&D, because it is a huge, Yeah. it's a huge rule set. I mean... It would be something maybe to to go over like specifically combat and like a tabletop mini game. Like this is how combat works now. Yeah. And you could roll out those rules, but you don't know what the other phases are. Well, even but. think like War Machine. If like for Mark IV, they'd just be like, yeah, we got rid of running. Or like, you know, running's a static, it's running like a static plus three now, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, running's a static plus three. And they didn't mention how unit movement worked. And they just said running static plus three. It's like, what? <laughs> like what what the absolute fuck right but when you look into how units move you haven't actually lost the the maneuverability because you actually gained so much from the new core movement rules that the reduction to running is still the maneuverability's there yeah right you, yeah you need the whole picture yeah yeah that's all i yeah yeah because it's hard because we did the one thing today and there were some other things that we just couldn't do because we're like well That'll break this, and that'll break that, so we can't do just this. And the issue then, too, is if you release everything all out as one, then people will start taking that as, this is gospel, this is the actual print, this is how this game is going to work, and not realize that we're technically in a beta phase. Things yeah. will change. There's, I know there's people out there right now with War Machine going through and printing out all the cards and getting everything taken care of. Things will change. The game is technically not out until 2023. We're still going through a beta test process. Things aren't going to be set in stone until, you know, six months before the game is released. Yeah. So have you gotten any Mark IV miniatures, Andy? I got some miniatures. I haven't touched them, though. Okay. You got shit to work on. Yeah. I mean, I know it's true, I guess. slowly working on my And WoW Pets to get, too, so. I've been making some good headway on the WoW Pets, so. What's your rank now? Uh, I'm I'm top six hundred now. Where you you used to be like top hundred, right? Uh, I was in the top two hundred. Oh. I think that was the highest. I mean, I've ever but got. for all, I mean, top two hundred is still pretty impressive of all <laughs> players who play World of Warcraft yeah. on all that, that are registered on that site. But I think that's I think that's the number one site for Wild Pets for collection tracking. Yeah, I mean, if people who people who don't care about pets aren't. I mean, if someone cares about pets, they're looking up stuff like that. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you know, the people who aren't, you know, there's like maybe three guys who aren't on that that maybe care. I mean, in general, that's, I have to imagine, it's pretty accurate. So Andy's got a lot of stuff going on with the He-Man. The and He-Man. The wow. And wow. I'm going to trick him to play Marvel and Batman. Uh, I'm going to, tr- Marvel I will play. Uh, Batman, uh, not too interested in. I'm less interested in Batman when I go down. The, if 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 I get if, if there's a large number of people playing and it really wows me, there's a chance. But it it does have a pretty big disadvantage. See, but weren't you talking about playing online anyway? Like well, on well, tabletop simulator. Well, I know Marvel has an online community. I don't know, but I haven't looked in the community for. I I was looking up one game and more than the, I will look up Batman once I get the demo one. But my brain is already overloaded in Marvel rules. But I, I have store credit at one of the stores in town. I got a couple hundred dollars. So if I get stuff, I can have them order it, and I can I can get like a pretty good. If I have just a few things, I can I can get mostly what I need from the saved up credit, which is nice. Nice. I mean, the the quickest way that Marvel Crisis Protocol can get me into their game is addition of one single model. What if he's trash? 
I don't beta, care. Beta Ray Bill? Is that who yes. you're talking about? If Beta Ray Bill is added into... What if it's the worst pose? He's, he's just like, like you're straight up like from The Godfather. Look how they massacred my boy. You know, it's just, yeah, he's just like... I don't know. I was going to say actually like breakdancing, but yeah. I think that would be super amazing actually. Like if he's spinning on his back with the boom box and the cardboard under him. That, that actually be funny. That would be super amazing. Yeah. But he's but, posing where you can't see his face. Yeah. His face is like down. <laughs> he has happy. a bucket over his head, so everybody just thinks it's Thor, and you keep having to explain that it's not Thor. <laughs> it's it's he. They came out with Spider Head and, and Spider Noir recently, I think. So there's any, I think, I think those are coming out soon. At least someone talked about them. I mean, there's there's some resculpts in that too. Like the Captain America resculpt uh, is so much better than the original box resculpt. Um, they have the Human Torch in there, which is kind of awesome. Do they have Spider's Man. I don't know who Spider's Man is. It's 10,000 spiders crammed in a suit that think they're Peter Parker. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I, I did not even character. know yes, this was Spider's a thing. Man. <laughs> spider's Man, yes. No, but if they add Beta Ray Bill, I, it's it's an easy <laughs> in for me. For I'm that sure game. that was like a drunk thing where like, oh, Spider's Man. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's a great idea for a character. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's good stuff. Spider's Man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Other than that, I, I don't know how much I'm going to play of the beta of, of War Machine. Um, I'm sure I'll probably get some more exposure to that when we go to Warfare Weekend. Um, I just, I don't, I, I don't might, like playing betas that much. Hmm? I might, they might, they it's might still have, in St. Uh, Louis, right? Yeah. So, because <coughs> it's Warfare, they oh, might even really have actually, people playing Marvel Spider-Man is cool. there. They do. They oh. they most definitely will have that. There's in fact there there's a there's a ton of uh, stuff for for that there. Shooting spiders. Oh man, that's cool. See, I'll think I was joking. Spiders man is great. No, I I didn't think I, you were I joking. Know, I know Marvel I just... Crisis Protocol will never have Dog Welder because Section Eight is DC. So yeah. I, I have to come to terms with my favorite obscure character never being in. Might have him. That's true. I'm just hoping since the boys is such a big hit, maybe maybe they'll do a Section 8 TV show and they'll tone it down from Garth Ennis' trash just as much as they tone down the boys. Because Section 8 suffers from the same thing the boys... If you actually read the comics of mm-hmm. the boys, it is not good. It is really bad. They did a great job of tweaking it from his edgy for edgy's sake to being intelligent edgy when they made mm-hmm. the TV show and they would have to do the same thing with the, with uh, Section 8. The problem with Section 8, though, is you would have to convince the creator, the guy who brought you Honey Boo Boo, to make an offshoot DC show when the Suicide Squad didn't really pull in as much as what they really wanted to pull in. They, doesn't have to, the, yeah. they still consider the sequel to be a failure, even though it's a yeah. movie. <laughs> well, you know, because it, it didn't have huge box office results due to being you know, a pandemic. A pandemic, yeah. We don't have to convince him. I mean, The Boys isn't on... Uh, on uh, okay, but I guess it's the boys it, DC or was it? It was it. No, not? boys isn't DC. That's Amazon. Well, I know, but, but, but I mean, like Section Eight would would be a, a Warner Brothers production because that's because, that's uh, ownership's always. so weird. I guess I didn't know if they technically would be. It's kind of like how Fox had had X Men and Fantastic Four, and Sony has Spider Man, and you know, like mm-hmm. the, how those aren't part of the MCP. So even though Section Eight is under DC, it could be owned by some random nobody. I th- but I guess I don't know. Think the it's majority <laughs> of the majority of stuff that's that's DC, I think, is centralized. I mean, I guess I could be wrong there too, because Sandman's on fucking uh, on uh, Netflix. Oh yeah, that's a good point. 
And that's that's a that's Warner DC. Brothers DC product. Yeah. Warner Warner Discovery, whatever it is now. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, there's a lot that's happened in the terms of movies and that since the last time we podcast. Oh, Brian, Brian, Brian keeps on timer. checking his fucking time. It, Brian, in 12 minutes, he's going to stand he's up and just, walk did away. Did I say anything? I wasn't did being it. disruptive. I no. was just <laughs> casually feeding. He keeps clicking on his phone. 12 minutes left. That's all I was doing. I could just go a little bit longer than 12 minutes. We got, we got 12. This is good. We, Chris has to get home. His wife's going to be mad at him. Or he's already going to be like a half an hour, 45 minutes late. So he has to be in the other side of town. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Good. I have to pick up my Hieronymus Bosch painting. I have to look at food. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. Yeah, I'm getting there hungry now too. Actually, yeah. we're all getting hungry. Well, let me so. move to recommendations. We, what? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, we got 12 minutes to talk about recommendations. That's three minutes per recommendations. We can go. I wasn't even ready for recommendations. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I have no recommendations. I'll so. go first. We'll talk a while. You can think. Okay. I've Help. been thinking about it the whole time. I'll actually, even do two. And that way you can go, can I, hey, can, I'll steal that hey, one. Hey, can I have one of yours? Sure, because one of them is pretty generic. Okay. and But a little esoteric. So firstly, I'll say Twilight Inscription, which comes out in two weeks. I have my copy pre-ordered. I'm very excited. It is a roll and write Twilight Imperium, which of all the Venn diagrams to overlap, that is not one I expected to ever overlap. But it's it's really fucking good. I got to play a demo of it at Gen Con. And why and didn't you get it at Gen Con? What happened there? Because it's like impossible to get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you would have tried, so, you could have got it. I tried one of the days. If you had knew a vendor. A so yeah, if sad. I knew a vendor who was fucking inside, they wouldn't. Oh my God, that was infuriating. But, but, um. I just had to bring it up. I just. So yeah. Gen Con isn't about gaming anymore. Gen Con is, you know, Black Friday. Let's do that four days in a row. Mm -hmm. So it's literally just you get up two hours before the vendor hall opens to sit in front of the velvet rope so that you can stampede and kill a few people to get one of 12 copies they'll sell of a hot game that day even though they have like 500 copies they'll only sell like 12 a day because the stampede needs to happen that's all gen con is now um which whatever sure you still get to see the hot new games you got that going for it but like there's no more guests gen con just doesn't do guests of honors you wouldn't autograph booths and stuff like that because that's not what they're about anymore but um, this was one of those hotness games, and so I didn't get it in the stampede I participated in, and the other stampede I didn't participate in because I thought I'd had a guy on the inside, but they wouldn't sell to a vendor before opening the door, which I don't get it. You're getting your money either I've way. I've never heard of a vendor not that, selling to another it, it, it's vendor. It's absurd to me. That, that's... I think Travis lied to you. I, I, I don't, I think Travis, oh, why didn't you I, I ask don't think Andy? he'd, I don't think he'd have lied to me. I think that he would have been awkward enough that they would have like, what? No, go away. Sure. Confused that's, that, man. That's probably believable. Yeah. Cause I've never seen a vendor deny that. that the vendors have their own ecosystem that they yeah, thrive off. Of. I we, we usually go in there about a half hour before doors yeah. open. Yeah. I mean, you, you. You can't sit there at the the person's booth waiting for them to just walk up and they're just pulling the tablecloths off all their yeah. product. You're like, I need that. You're like, no, wait till they get the registers up and running yeah. and that. So, either way, they according to Travis, they told him that they could not sell to a vendor. So the point is, I did not get a copy of it, so I had to pre-order. But that's fine. That means my money goes to to a, a local game store, a semi-local. I ordered it from people in like Oshkosh who are going to mail it to me. I was thinking about just driving there and getting it and saving the like five bucks postage. Anyway, it's a roll and write <laughs> dollars postage costs you ten dollars in gas to get there, right? <laughs> but I would have had it like two days sooner. <laughs> sure, you could have you could have been sliving all the way back, just petting if, it. If I, I if I would if if I could have played a game in those early first two days, I would have I would I would have. Yeah, if I knew. 
knew for sure what like if they were like you can pick it up on this random Friday and I'm like yeah. that means I could play it that weekend I might have done <laughs> I, I have done stupid yeah, shit like that correct yeah hundred yeah. yeah. percent um but anyway so Twilight Imperium rolling right you get all the you have four right on board so it's the whole four X experience where each X mm-hmm. is one of the boards it's simultaneous play as with any rolling right so it plays up to eight people and it has no effect on game length because it's simultaneous play the closest it has to an effect on game length is that every game will be as exactly as long as your slowest player. So by going up to eight people, you're increasing the odds that one of the players is slow. But that's just, if you're in a three-player game with that same guy, the game's going to take the same length. Yes, Andy? Is this the same thing, same style as your ghost game, the ghost delivering pizza game? Uh, no, it's more like, have you played any of your rolling rights with him? Was he there for like the, the tour one? We did no. The, no, yeah. Yeah. But you do write on your own board. Okay. But instead of like navigating around a board like that post thing, it's it's each of the four like the exploring and the combat and the technology advancement and your your commerce advancement yeah. are all boards that have their own rules. So each round you roll a shared pool of dice, and then the four the players I said four because there's four of us here. But each player chooses one of their four boards to spend those resources on, and we're all spending the same resources. But okay. based on you might choose to spend it in warfare, I might choose to spend it in my commerce. You might choose to explore and you spend it on that board shit happens go on to next phase roll some more dice i i'm just thinking of a game that could be almost similar to that similar to the pizza delivery thing yeah but it is it is a hidden board and none of us know where we are in the universe as compared to each other and the only time you would run into each other is if you end up exploring yeah, sure, the same planet that. that would be That'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, this one has no direct player interaction like that. Your explore board is just yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest that it comes to interaction directly is that it has um, Through the Ages or Seven Wonders style combat where every once in a while wars will happen and you will compare with each of your two neighbors. You know, I, I have higher than Chris, so I win this war. I have lower than Brian, so I lose this war and bonuses will be gotten. But there's no actual like invading each other's territories and stuff like that. Because it's a rolling right. Because oh it's God. a rolling right. So Twilight Inscription was a fucking blast. If you like Twilight Imperium or Roland Rights, I think it's a, a great example of both. Most Roland Rights are small and quick, so it's definitely the longest Roland Right, but it also is like an hour to play Twilight Imperium. And an hour is not that long. It's super long for a roll and write because they're normally like five minute games. Um, but it's still, it's not like it becomes some epic thing. So that's recommendation number one. My esoteric recommendation is <laughs> what? I, I just, I have an idea brewing. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, there you go. Yeah. Come up with an idea. You can get rich. Um, esoteric idea or whatever. So as mentioned, I went to a Ren Fest and I went to go to Rammstein. It was all fun. But while I was in Minnesota, Rayleigh and I took the road trip to go see the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, because how could we not see the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota? I'm not going to directly recommend the biggest ball of Minnesota. What I am going to say, biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. What I am going to say is no matter where you live, there is dumb shit like that on some county road, some state highway just off the interstate. There, You have a house on the rock or a corn palace or a giant Paul Bunyan statue. Go see them. Either the next time you're driving someplace, look up those things on the route or see what's close to you. You've got some dumb thing on the side of the road where they sell T-shirts and postcards. They're a fucking blast. And they're out there. And I think they're a dying thing uh just because you know interstate travel like packing up the kids and going and driving across the estate to go to grandma and grandpa's house that's not really a thing anymore in this digital world um so these attractions are dying out and they've got a magic to them 
Uh, and so I would say, look up what kind of dumb, weird thing is near you, whether it be, like I said, the fucking house on the rock, a giant ball of twine, uh, corn palace. They're everywhere, and they're all stupid, but they're also all amazing. I, I mean, was going to say, I doubt our audience would do that, but our audience is old like us, so they probably would. No young yeah. person is going to do that. <laughs> yeah, no young no person is going to go, I'm going to do that. But we have old, broken people that listen to us. So. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah. And you're, I like, you're talking to the right people. It's a great use of a weekend, you know? And like, I'm not, like, it's just like a random day. Like, look up something that's like a 45-minute drive away into the middle of nowhere in your local state <laughs> that's just like dumb as fuck. Go there. And it doesn't have to be super dumb. I mean, you know, Cave of the Mounds. When's the last time it ever been a cave? Like, there's these all these attractions and stuff. Go check one of them out. They're great. Get some postcards. Probably better than being a day at yep. work. Yeah, it's better than a day at work. It's, you know, if you're going to spend a day, like, if, if every single Saturday you go and play War Machine or whatever, take one off. Go to Radiator Springs for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going out, even the house good for them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially if you're online, like, you know what? Maybe you got enough wow pets as a random example, and you can just go take a drive and, and, and see some thing. Yeah, see a thing. I don't have enough wow pets. Yeah, he's only ranked 600. So. I bet if yeah. you Google roadside attractions and then your state or province or territory or country or wherever you live, you'll find something dumb and magical. You will f- Also, you, you, you will come across very unique people at these kind of places. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other the other issue with those roadside attractions then, too, is, I mean, we're kind of coming out of a pandemic as well. So that really hurt them, too, because everybody locked down and didn't travel that much. Yeah. Most people locked down and didn't travel much during that. Yep. So, yeah, it does help local economies, too. Go give them some sense for, where's my postcard? You said you brought us postcards. Yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, I, and I, got I have two left. I'm getting last choice. I bought four postcards specifically so that you three could each have one, and then I'm going to have the leftover one. Oh, so this is why I wasn't as mad that Nate was gone the last. Oh, he went to saw the largest ball of twine in Minnesota. I was, you know, when you mentioned that you posted into the into our Discord that you you got the postcards. I was thinking you should have sent them to us because that would have yeah. been even better because then it would have been in like a handwritten note of like, wish you were here yeah, or some stupid money. shit like that. I know where and you then live. a stamp. Yeah, I know where you <laughs> live. <laughs> Address is right here. That's what I, that's how I, that's how I, that's how I put on my postcards. <laughs> <laughs> Write the next book. Yeah. <laughs> or else. Or yeah. Else. yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, you, get, you get, that's, that's, that's fine to pick up line. I, I just send random. Do you, do you really want him to write another book though? No, I would be disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. We're, yeah. we're done with George R. R. Martin now. He is can that? do what he wants with his life. Writing is past him. He, he he got to a point. He got he, he got, got confused. That's fine. It's a hard story. We saw some other people tried to make some shit up. Their idea didn't quite work. I'm sure his idea is not going to work either. It's okay. House of Dragons isn't trash so far. Yeah, it isn't. I'd say House of Dragons, She Hulk, and uh, Lord of the Rings so far. Yeah, I, I've. Uh, yeah. I think House of Dragons of those three, I think I enjoy it the most so far. I have not watched the Lord of the Rings yet, so I've I'm... watched one of the two so far. But yeah. having watched one of the two and all of the House of Dragons and She Hulk so far, I think House of Dragons is my favorite of those three as well. And I think She Hulk had... might be my least favorite of the three. I but would... again, I'm not hating any of them. I, yeah, and I didn't. Ex- I had no expectations for House of the Dragon or for Lord of the Rings, which was nice. So I didn't really. Like, I had no 
care in the world whether they were good or bad. If only there weren't any blacks in it. I mean, that's really the only problem. I mean, God, I mean, can't believe that you would have. And and really, you're going to have an elf warrior who can do backflips and kill a troll of some kind? Where's this shit coming from? Obviously, I've always been angry about the concept of fuck you, you bigoted morons. So, so editors note this is this is in response to to the idiots out there complaining about these shows. So this is not uh, the the personal views of the Crippled System podcast. Oh my goodness, go woke, get broke, eat a dick, you fucking loser. Yeah, the, the the folks out there are absolutely just freaking out about the the post credit sequence of the the latest episode of She Hulk. So what is everyone? I was wondering because Brian posted something about us on Twitter, and I was curious. Like, are they just mad that she's twerking? Yep. That's, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, they're mad. Much. That She-Hulk is twerking Fan- with Megan Fan- the Stallion. Iron yeah. Man died for this. <laughs> That's actually really yes, I- yes he fucking did. Yeah. Because if you're gonna have a character sacrifice their life, hopefully it was so that people in the world could have some joy mm-hmm. and live on in happiness and not misery. Which means yes, Iron Man did fucking die specifically so that She-Hulk could twerk. Yeah. Of course, of course, when Star <laughs> when, when you know Star Lord danced, that was okay because it was a guy dancing to a, a song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's weird how nobody cared about whether or not Captain America was smiling on any of his posters. Yeah, huh? But then Captain Marvel, you know, she looked too grumpy on her poster. What's the difference there? Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. In a, in a in a movie series that we've seen, Thor's naked ass, Captain America's ass as as well. She Hulk twerks it. You're like, oh yeah. my god. What the fuck? Also, yeah. it's funny because that's a can of worms that goes the other way that I, I do find kind of interesting, which is that, and I was talking to Raylene about this, in Thor Love and Thunder, like, uh, uh, Thor is stripped naked in front of a crowd of onlookers who ogle him sexually and it's played for laughs. And, like, okay, sure, ha-ha, funny scene, but if that had been Black Widow... That's a disgusting <laughs> fucking scene. I would have been appalled at it. I, would, I mean, sure, I would have, I would have, sure, I would have I, had to review it many times yes. to really appreciate <laughs> yes. how terrible it was. But what about? I would have enjoyed. I would have definitely enjoyed Scarlett Johansson's ass because she's a beautiful woman, and I enjoy that. But the scene takes on a much darker sexual assault tone that's yes. not as sure. Funny. But they still. But, I mean. They had those moments with Black Widow, and when she they first had gets where introduced, she was stripped naked, well, not and everybody laughed not about it. Naked, but where comedy. she was sexualized. I'm just Correct. saying they did. She, she was sex, but it's it's it's. If that scene had been even within that movie, if Valkyrie had been taken up there and her yes. clothes okay. ripped off while she's chained, and everybody ogles her body and talks about how much they want to have sex with her, there's a much different tone. Well, they, they didn't yeah. say that. No, but they I had, don't. They I don't disagree like passing, with you. Yeah, mm. and so but, like. Why wasn't I, you know, what does it say about me that I'm like, ah, it's just buddy, ah, like, should I have been, and, but on the other hand, fuck it, like, men deserve to be laughed at and sexualized because we've been doing it to women for thousands of years, so, like, it it doesn't immediately balance the scales, but the weird tip the other, like, why is it okay? Yeah, and there isn't an answer. Obviously, there isn't yeah. an answer. Um, all that matters is that there be no black people in Middle Earth ever, because obviously that ruins the entire story. If a Hobbit has melanin, <laughs> wow, or, or or somebody in the House of Dragon is is uh, oh my god, uh, Boy, it, you can't have black Valerians. Yeah, it's oh, I like House of the Dragon, and I don't mind the race. They 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 have 
they could improve their wig work a little bit. They could improve the wig work a little bit. They could improve the wig work a little bit. The live action uh, Pinocchio trailer, there were people flipping out about the blue fairy being played by a black actress. And it's like, it doesn't matter. She's blue. I don't care what her it's skin color is. It's a fairy. And, and, I'm, and I'm like, you know, what does it matter? What her, what, remind me, in the original story, the skin color of the blue fairy, when did it ever come up? And they're like, well, you know, it's just like, what, are you going to have them change Black Panther to be a white person? Because this is always where they go. They choose the one in a thousand people of color that do exist in media and they first they ignore the fact that there's 999 white heroes and one black hero and they ignore what that math says about our culture and then they imply that changing one of the 999 to black is the same as changing the one black one to white also it did fucking matter that he's black because the entirety of the black panther movie is about race relations it's yeah. literally the central crux and climax and plot of the story. So, yes, it fucking matters. If the Blue Fairy story had been entirely about what it's like to be a white woman for some reason, then it would have mattered if you changed them. But it's not, so it fucking doesn't. I'm... Idiots. Sadly, I would say sadly excited for the Pinocchio film. I don't know. It looks... I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Find, find no joy where you want to find joy. <laughs> we were... We're... We're in critical uh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. See, you, recommendations. You, you, I'm you gonna. Re- I'm I gonna, knew I could eat up twelve minutes, even it, if you, you asked could. Us exactly. Even if we had nothing to talk about, it's fair. It's fair. Instead of a recommendation, I'm gonna recommend we uh, talk about Super Dave. Uh, any thoughts on the DC variant covers for Hispanic Heritage Month? Reducing a culture to just its food. I haven't seen these covers, but I'm sure they're shit. Like, especially it's like, you know, a la when Trump wanted would talk about how great he was with Mexican voters. And his example was that they had taco uh, salads in Trump Tower. <laughs> like, you remember that? Yeah. It was 2016 campaign. He was just eating a taco salad in Trump Tower. He's like, I love my Mexican voters. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Could you at least eat actual Mexican food? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about the the DC variant covers at all. I guess I haven't seen them. I, I assume that they were made made with the intention of being in good taste. Um, I, I, it's I, a I, difficult I, line to walk between um, recognizing a part of a culture in in the form of something like the food or dress or whatever. Or reducing a culture to that. Like, tacos are a Mexican thing. Sombreros are a Mexican thing. But if you just reduce Mexicans to nothing but tacos and sombreros, that's racist as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a really difficult tightrope to walk, and it's not always done very well. I I guess I could see it. I'm really hungry. Let's stop talking about food. (laughs) I I could see (laughs) it if they, if like super, if all it was is just somebody had drawn Superman with a sombrero on. That yeah, would or be just bad. him in a random taco truck going, I love Hispanic heritage. Here I am with my taco. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny because my wife made enchiladas at home right now. Too, <laughs> and I'm just, they're waiting for me. Yeah. And it's just funny. Well, it's kind of like, like the difference again between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. Like, mm-hmm. you know. We're really good at one of them. Well, yeah, but again, like sometimes you're trying to do the appreciation. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I, you know, if if I really like X portion of a culture, and so I want to celebrate, it, and so I get like a statue of of a portion of the religion, or if I get some of their apparel and stuff, and now I'm just a honky with a dream catcher on his rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Does it matter what I was trying to do? Especially to some people. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have. Other recommendations? Nope. Nope. That's Ryan's it. Ryan's recommendation is that we'd be done seven minutes ago. <laughs> I, have, I have to I'm, pee and I'm hungry and I have no wisdom to share. 
Maybe uh, maybe the next time we play, do this, maybe I'll, I'll have played Marvel Crisis Protocol and might be able to recommend it because right now I can't. There we go. So we're guaranteeing, hopefully. As of right now, nothing, unless something happens, we are assuming our plan is to play D and D in two weeks. But you know, life could happen. But we are hoping to be doing it in two weeks. So stay tuned for further updates. Yeah. If or not, just turn on our channel on that day and see what happens. Yeah. Um, I am, I, I'm going to, unfortunately the Muse ne- network is down right now. So, but, uh, we're going to post this over up on crippled system. I am going to open up our discord, uh, and start making posts in the war Are machine. Are you going to post like, some of our, our comments we put on there? Well, hopefully huh? there will no. be like an admin section yeah. and then you'll we'll have a general to, section. Yeah. Cause yeah. some of the things we say with the public's pretty bad. And, and no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking in the crippled system one. Not, not, in not the crippled the... system discord. We will have an open section so that people can just join us and have general discussions. And yes. Stuff. Yeah. You know, because theoretically, if there's other podcasts who have started banning people off of their discords because they're salty and hate being talked about, people have other places they want to go to talk about things. Yeah, you can come talk to me about Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. Well, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, we don't we don't really care. I mean, I mean, as long as you just keep it, you know, just be a human. <laughs> be, oh, be, yeah. be a good will, human. I, oh my god, I will be so fast to ban. The moment I see any gatekeeping, you're gonna get the fuck out of my Discord. Yeah. Isn't that gatekeeping? Well, you're keeping them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm the gatekeeper. Oh, you don't want anybody else to take care. <laughs> intolerance of intolerance is not intolerance. That is the paradox of tolerance. If you tolerate intolerance, eventually no tolerance will exist. I very quickly here. Did you see what the what the big pro, uh, issue that's happening over at the War Machine General forums right now? So, so there's, there's, there's people in the, in the group that are, uh, adding, blocking the admins. So the admins can't see their posts that are in the forums. You know, you can make that impossible when you make a group. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) They they probably should update their permissions so that you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so they had, they had a post of like telling everybody, don't block us, don't block the admins, here's the list of admins, don't block them. You, you can make it impossible to block admins, it's an option. I had a Facebook group. Until somebody reported, you assholes. Oh, was that, the, was, that the, was that the group? Yeah, but we gotta go. That we one got go. killed? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bye, everybody. Well, bye. See you, bye See you in a fortnight. I gotta pee really badly. I don't know where my mouse I'm is. I'm peeing right now. There it is. All right. All right, thanks, folks, for watching. We'll see you guys uh, in two weeks. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.